0: Well hello everyone and welcome back to Crosswires. We have a fantastic guest this week. I'm really excited. Zach from Squadcast is joining us today to talk all about Squadcast. Now for those of you don't know and haven't seen me tweeting how much I love this product, this is the tool we actually use to record this podcast to get people in and to record the calls because to be honest with you, I've done podcasts for so long I didn't want to endure setting up more and more Skype recordings and trying to Sync audio coming from different people's machines, so Squadcast really solves that challenge. But Zach, thank you so much for joining me. James, appreciate you having me on. So before we dive into sort of the ins and outs of Squadcast, do you want to tell people a little bit about yourself? What's your background? How you came to Squadcast?
1: Happy to. Yeah. So I have uh, I have loved podcasts uh, for for a long time. First as a as a listener because uh, I I love learning new things. And, um, I have, uh, I have a background in, um, computer science. I'm a software engineer, uh, design, fine art, uh, just like love creativity and love, uh, how collaboration can enhance, uh, the creative process of making something new. And, uh, I've applied that in a number of different mediums across my trajectory and, uh, that's really what I see as like my, my personal mission is to is to connect creatives and uh, kind of two heads are better than one kind of thing when you when you're when you're making something new. So uh, so Squadcast is the application of that same approach of um, ways that we can enhance collaboration through, through the creative process. But in this case, it's when it comes to audio and video. Um, that's not how we arrived at the kind of concept or idea. It was more so rooted in wanting to create a podcast but not having the uh the luxury or um lo- like logistical possibility of getting in a physical recording studio with my collaborators uh we're we're kind of spread out across california here that's where i'm located is in the bay area in california and um and my brother is an audio engineer uh, my best friend is like a playwright and author I'm also an author, and uh, we thought we'd get uh, way outside of our, our comfort zone as creatives and and work on like a science fiction audio drama together, like a very scripted, uh, you know, highly polished narrative podcast. Um, and, and that was going to be a real challenge to us. But there was kind of this extra challenge that we couldn't get into the same studio. Uh, and that was really discouraging for, uh, for, for that project. Um, but it wasn't until we kind of started seeing that as, a, as an opportunity to build something new and, and solve this, uh, this problem of kind of, you know, uh, how do we record in, uh, in studio quality without being in the same room? Uh, and that—that's really you know, Squadcast has really become the answer to that question. Five and a half years later,
0: absolutely. And I think you've hit the nail on the head there because, you know, I've done podcasts. This is the second iteration of Crosswires. The first was it worked well, but we didn't have Squadcast. We—we we actually managed with now. I'm the last person to say that Audio Hijack is not a good app because it is a fantastic product. and uh, It's great for recording locally. But the reality is it's still capturing the voice the voice over IP quality audio, say, for example, from FaceTime or Signal or, right. or whatever you're using. And ultimately, as you said, the best quality is going to be, you know, multiple people sat in the studio, properly, you know, sound uh, sound treated, good microphones um and, you know, a decent audio interface and decent recording software. But, mm. you know, geographical distance is a huge challenge to that. So I guess before we sort of talk about how Squadcast makes this much easier, I guess it's worth talking about, you know, as we said, some of the challenges because it was all very, you know, you could just take the VoIP audio and it totally. would sound okay. But... If you had, say, for example, someone's connection dropped, you've got a break in their audio, you've possibly Mm -hmm. got a lag. And I don't know if you've ever run into this. I'm guessing you have. You get people to locally record by their own means and then sync it up later. I've never been able to nail that. What would you say have been some of your pain points with recording in the past before Squadcast came along?
1: Yeah, and we're very much like students of... Uh, the innovations that have um, afforded us the opportunity to kind of step into this um, step into this technology and and move the ball down the field, so to speak. And in that uh, kind of research, because we didn't assume like we knew what we were doing and we could build something new. We assumed this was a solved problem and that we just were naive and hadn't been exposed to the solution yet. Um, And that's really where our research started. Um, and and just by the way, the the process of creating a startup that I, I I recommend or or any project, you know, I recommend validating your assumptions. Kind of in that way, it's really really helpful. Um, and at least it was for us in in our case. So. What, what we did was, uh, you know, you just described a couple of the ways that people have figured out how to record when you're not in the same room or studio uh, through time. So uh, it kind of started with this this approach of radio stations like uh, the so-called double ender where mm-hmm. they are in two studios, uh, either both ends or as many people as you want are, are in um, in physical studios. And then they would just record themselves and then sync it up after the fact, maybe you know, it was on tape and they put that in the mail and, and they sent it over and then somebody cut it together. So that's kind of where things started and then digital makes that a little bit easier right? And and the the quality uh, when it's analog in the very beginning was really high. Digital, mm. the quality went down a little bit but it got a little easier. So this is very much a trade-off of as many engineering pursuits are and technologies are is a, is a trade-off between on one hand you have kind of the quality uh, we know how to record Really high quality audio. People have been doing that for a long time. Um, But then the convenience on the other end, uh, you know, trying to balance these trade offs. So what you see is like when people aren't in the same room, they end up having a, either a trade-off of decreasing the quality and the convenience goes up, or you can increase the convenience with say something super easy and convenient like accessible like a phone call, but the mm-hmm. quality goes way down to like eight kilohertz sample rate, right? So uh, you kind of teeter-totter on those two constraints and. In Squadcast, what we try to do is is really balance all those constraints, prioritize quality, and provide an experience for uh, even you know guests uh, who are who are invited to record on Squadcast. They're not professional content creators, okay. so it needs to be convenient enough for them to to say connect from like an iPad or uh, really anywhere in the world. We've uh, helped people record in over 190 countries around the world. We're proud to say,
0: which is a huge achievement, and I. You know, the feedback I've had from every guest that I've had on the show up until yourself has been, Wow, this is super easy and I'm glad to hear that, thank you. Yeah. I mean I had someone join from her iPhone and I mean it's fair to say that's been a big challenge for you guys.
1: Yeah, it's it's still currently in beta, to be fair. And Mm -hmm. we've been working closely with Apple and the WebKit open source community for a long time to add the uh, open web standards needed to support an application like Squadcast and be able to, you know, record in the ways that we have uh, developed and um, to preserve that quality and make it easy to use. And uh, there were some kind of uh, nerdy pieces missing from the webKit story that were preventing us from uh from doing it in a standards based way there are there are less standards based ways let 's say to do yeah. something, but we we want it to be accessible we want it to be you know uh backwards compatible all of those things that make uh accessibility magical on the web
0: and I guess if you 're using open standards you 've then got a whole community behind you guys to say oh this isn 't quite working as we want it to work or we found a bug. Mm-hmm. Rather than this just becoming a Squadcast problem in your mechanism, it becomes a WebKit problem, and they've got more of an incentive because the WebKit team uh, are fantastic, from what I've seen. And now the thing that's worth mentioning is, of course, Squadcast does not require any extensions; it just works in, you know, every desktop browser. Um, I'm using Chrome at the moment. Um, uh, Safari on, des- on desktop is now out of beta. Yeah, I'll make it easy for you. Yeah, it's it's uh, all of them.
1: And iPhone and iPad are beta. So, uh, nice. so you know, Firefox, Opera, Brave, uh, Edge, you name it, we're the only cloud recording studio uh, that is supported across all of these devices. And because the, um, the WebKit pieces just came out of beta, we, we still have those in beta on our end, and we're kind of monitoring how that is producing uh, for creators.
0: Now, of course, I do have to ask a very important question, and this is a deeply serious question do you support internet explorer 6. <laughs>
1: no. Good. <laughs> right. Okay. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I uh we support everything that is currently like, you know, not end of life by by the browser vendors. Um, and and up with the exception of uh of yeah, Safari and uh and iOS and iPad. That's uh yeah. 13.4 and higher, I believe, because I of those right, missing yeah. pieces. And uh I did my I didn't mention it during my background but I did my internship on the Chrome team at Google um, working on you know collaborative developer tooling and uh you know that that exposed me to a lot of ways that um that those teams build software and 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 the web standards process and how that's you know critically important to uh applications like Squadcast that are using a lot of very forward leaning let's say web mm. web technologies.
0: Absolutely. So, stepping away from the web technology side, let's let's sort of take it back a little bit more about the what I like to call the magic of Squadcast. Because we're right now on a, a video and voice call, um, I can see you clearly, I can hear you fantastically well. Which that in itself, by the way, is something I really want to praise you guys for. Because thank you, the call quality it gives a certain amount of confidence when you're recording. And I think you guys even put up a little banner that says recordings will always be higher quality. That's right, yeah. Why, why is that? Why are recordings always higher quality? What's What's going on in my background?
1: Yeah, so we're, we're proud to say that uh, we're the only cloud recording studio that has a, a unique collaboration with Dolby. So that, that's the same Dolby that you see in the movie theaters and on you know music albums and things like that. Uh, so Dolby is providing the uh, real-time audio and video that we're having as a conversation right now and uh And that conversation quality, while it is high and awesome uh thanks to dolby it is uh it is still about half the quality of our recordings that we produce and provide uh the creators that use squadcast and and their guest so uh so you mentioned before that you know few years before squadcast like the the um you'd be recording the like host locally, but the guest their audio would be traveling over the over the web and kind of compressed, on, compressed and stepped on while in transit there. So uh, one person would sound great, but the other person would sound less than great. Like with Squadcast, we kind of equalize that and everybody sounds equally awesome in the recordings um, because we prioritize uh, the, the recording quality. Um, and then we do a bunch of other things that are really... Um, designed to set creators up for success when it comes to their workflow and post-production, you know, having a high degree of reliability and confidence that you're going to get those recordings when you click the stop button Uh, and, and not just get them, but I will say that uh, you get them very quickly. Squadcast Mm. is by far the fastest when it comes to, uh, producing those files, rendering those files. And that's because we do have intellectual property that is at the core of our application. We call it our recording engine. And that is uh, is, I'm proud to say, very, very close to being awarded uh, its patent. So we've been in that process for the last couple of years. And uh, you know had a good relationship with the uh, with the examiner and all of those things that are necessary to get the patent across the finish line. So we're very proud of that, and I think it speaks to the the level you know commitment of commitment to innovation that we have at Squadcast.
0: You hit the nail on my head on getting most recordings quickly. I, I'm go- I'm not going to name any other products, but I've used other cloud recording studios. I've used a couple of them. And one of the biggest challenges is waiting and waiting and waiting for the files to be processed. And now one one thing I really love is is now I'm just going to be... Well,
1: (laughs) as why are you doing that? No,
0: you shouldn't. It should be a seamless thing. I I shouldn't have to ask my guests to make sure they stay on the line. Never, Never. While the... It's it's a huge
1: yeah. security risk as well. I mean, you're asking somebody to leave an active WebRTC connection mm-hmm. open uh, for, uh, you know, however long in the background. And
0: yeah. talk about a hot
1: mic, you know, like that's uh, that's not secure, let's say.
0: No. It is nice, of course, once you stop the recording, you do still have the, the VoIP call because uh, I think certainly with we've, we've quite a few of the guests, these are people I've already known, so we just end up having a chat. Mm-hmm. And actually, sometimes it's been better than a FaceTime call. Um, yeah. But of course, what else is happening is the audio. So my audio right now is being sent up by VoIP to you. Your servers are recording the VoIP copy, but more importantly, on my local machine, through WebRTC, through the browser, we're doing a local recording as well, which means that there's a full local copy local high quality copy but then. Now are you guys doing progressive uploads so that's getting uploaded as we wait or
1: Yeah we we invented that technology and I, I believe we're the only ones act actually doing that. And that's how we are able to render so quickly. We don't have to wait for uploads to finish because they're already in our cloud uh, in their source awesome quality, and then we just give them to you. So that's why it's uh, it's really fast. It's you know it's it's non destructive, and uh, it also prevents the need to to wait around um, while kind of you know preserving the quality. So we're actually doing both to answer your question. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing progressive upload with local ISO recordings for everybody connected to the conversation. That's up to ten people at once. This is a conversation wow. between the two of us right now, but we can go up to mm-hmm. ten. And no matter how long you record for, we're going to produce those files in a couple seconds. And, uh, you know, you can kind of carry on with your your next meeting, your next recording session, and really be efficient when it comes to producing lots of content. Like, you know, some of the customers where we have the privilege of working with, like, ESPN and Google, like, they record daily shows with us. You can't really slow down or accept that, hey, this is going to take a couple couple no. hours or minutes even to to upload, it's kinda of on to the next one. So that's something really unique to Squadcast and we're proud of you know that of that difference.
0: Oh absolutely. Do you know I just I was just thinking back to this was years ago. This was this must have been over ten years ago. When Apple still actually bothered to put podcasting features into GarageBand. Oh. Those yes. days have gone. <laughs> um, long yeah. gone. They had a re- I, I don't know if you remember it, but they had a feature and it never really worked. But the idea was if you if you did your audio call on iChat, which is pre-FaceTime, mm-hmm. and recorded that with GarageBand, it would actually do separate tracks for each uh, nice. iChat. Which would be, but, of course, it was still just the cloud audio. It wasn't a local right. recording being transmitted.
1: Yeah, there's, like, speaker diarization technologies existed for a while when it comes to, like, like AI and, and machine learning and things uh, mm-hmm. along those lines. So... um You know, you can split apart uh, kind of after the fact, but it's best if you just record everybody uh, at the source. And then that gives you like uber flexibility when it comes to editing and post-production. Like, let's say if I have some background noise, like my dog's barking or snoring while you're speaking – um, that's really easy to remove when it's uh, when it's uh, you know ISO tracks for each speaker compared to like pre mixed. Um, so that's that's you know with Squadcast you really have the best of both worlds. You have those you know awesome quality uh, local audio and video recordings for every speaker, but then you also have the cloud recordings which are provided by Dolby recorded server side, and those are. Uh, more like you would get from like a Zoom recording. So um, I get people all the time asking me like, oh, I just use Zoom. Like why is Squadcast better? And it's like, it's only additive. Like you still get your... Your Zoom cloud recordings, if you need them, in the less than one percent chance you do uh, on on our platform, they're there for you. Just so we can always make sure that next episode is out, and your relationships with, you know, your your partners or you know, monetized ad relationships. Let's say that next episode is is out on time, and uh, mm-hmm. all good there. Even in the worst case scenario, that like yeah, our our fancy recording engine doesn't produce your file, uh, you still have that. Um, in that kind of worst case scenario, there's never a situation where you don't have your content. Uh, we can produce that,
0: and then we do it. Yeah, very quickly. Now you hinted at something that we hadn't really talk- mentioned before because we talked about this being a video and voice call, but Squadcast, you have a nice range of plans, and on the upper plans it's not just audio we're getting uh, am i right up to 1080p that's right video yeah yeah
1: yeah and you're my guest in in this case in this conversation so uh i am i'm on a video plan so uh so we'll have the video from this conversation as well and again it's it's uh similar to what i just said it's it's uh only additive so you still get the audio Mm -hmm. uh iso tracks and wave and mp3 you know to get nerdy for a second, 48 kilohertz sample rate, 16 bit depth, um, mono wave, uncompressed. Uh, yeah. For for all those speakers, but and then if you if you have video enabled or you're on a video plan, yeah, you just get. Uh, those videos, in addition to the audio, pre-mux, so you have options if you want to produce your your audio show differently than your video show or you want to use those videos for social media or, you know, publish the full long-form conversation uh, in all those formats on multiple platforms, like the world's your your oyster here, your content oyster to, uh, you know, produce your show however you like. It's, it's very flexible in that way.
0: I'm just pulling up your price plans now and... Do you know what, these are great prices, I've gotta say. So for the audio plan, if you're just maybe doing a monthly show and you only need up to two hours audio recording time. Now that is recording time. It's not time sat in the green room. It's not, you know, time chatting before you hit record, it is recording time. That's right. And one thing I discovered, of course, is um it banks. So if I so I for example nearly ran out of audio last month but I had say 25 minutes left. When my uh, plan renewed, I am on the 5 I'm on the 5 hours indie audio plan. Mm-hmm. I got that additional 20 minutes bolted on top of my 5 hours which was really nice because again a lot of plans won't let you do that. Yeah. So Yeah, they reset at really- the end of every month. It's kind of I'm glad you brought that up. You're you're you're
1: totally right and yeah we're we're the only ones who who have rollover, and then that's much like it kind of builds off of people's mental model of like you know when you'd go and rent a booth at a physical recording studio, it's much the same way you like you know rent it by the hour and um yeah, we feel that that's that's your time so yeah you can you can bank that up and then also if you're if you're getting low, we have a built in grace period we we're not like zoom where we're gonna cut somebody off like you know content creation is hard uh getting guests mm. on your show. Is not always easy, so we uh, we never want to interrupt that. Um, and there's total total grace period, and, uh, and yeah, you can buy in like an hour on the fly if you if you need more. But it's uh yeah, yeah. it's it's something that we're excited with uh, as we look to the future to to simplify our pricing and make uh, make video yeah more accessible for for more creators.
0: Awesome. The other thing I want to highlight as well is again, I'm not going to call out any other platforms. But other platforms, you have to be on a higher tier to get the uh, the WAV, get the uncompressed mm. audio. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, but it goes back to your analogy of being in a studio. If you're in a studio, they're not going to give you like a you know a cassette tape version no. if if you only pay for two hours. And the guys who pay for, you know, six hours get, you know, a hard drive with sorry, with the WAV files. Mm-hmm. I'll say this as well, before we move on to the future, because it's something we want to sort of talk about and give a little bit of a sneak peek of maybe some cool things coming. Mm-hmm. This, since I started using Squadcast, I've stopped doing a backup recording on Audio Hijack because I've got that much confidence in Squadcast. Now, that's going to probably come back and bite me one day, but for now... Um, yeah, it's no, we really got you nice back. Em- It's, uh, it's yeah. got
1: built-in backups with the cloud side recording, so... Uh, with audio hijack, or we have some customers who like record directly to SD on maybe their audio interface, you know, has that, has that as a feature Mm -hmm. like some do. Um, yeah, that's just like a third layer of backup. So, you know, uh, we, we didn't get to the moon by being perfect. We got there by having redundant systems. So that's what, uh, you know, we, we know, um, audio engineers like to have backup cables, backup recordings, all of those things, myself included. So, uh, that's very much part of our culture
0: and design of the application absolutely being really honest the only thing i would love one day to see is a partnership between yourselves and the guys at rogue amoeba where i could just hit a button in audio hijack and have a squad cast session that'd be cool going in there so we're big on collaboration uh thanks for thanks for the inspiration yeah i'll see what i can do awesome so talking about the future um before we started you you mentioned something that's sort of coming up but do you want to tell people a little bit about sort of what what's got you excited for the next version of Squadcast cuz one version 4 for a moment if i understand correctly That's right. Yeah,
1: 4.9.5. Yeah. <laughs> we're very close nice. to V5 nice.
0: and that's that's the next major Release. The- are you one of those? Are you one of those sensible software houses that doesn't go four dot ten No, no, no. We stop at nine. Yeah, good. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> the, the number of times in I used to work for a company whose version numbers became something like one dot six one dot fifteen dot two. Like, <laughs> no, no, stop with that, please. Controversial opinion, maybe, but anyway. Sorry. What? Go, yeah. Go for it. What's what have we got to look forward to in version five and beyond?
1: Yeah. There, there are so many things. So like, just to kind of where we started thinking about, you know, what's the next iteration, what's the next version of Squadcast going to be like, wasn't like some feature or that we wanted to add, uh, like, like maybe we, we have in the past, it's was more a reimagining of the full experience, kind of going back to our roots of our, our mission is to amplify collaboration. And, uh, for the reasons we've been discussing so far, I think we we do that really really well when it comes to the the actual recording session. The the production um, on Squadcast is very collaborative. It's you know highly dynamic um, and is is all kind of you know very real time and keeps you in sync and so you can produce these these awesome sounding and looking you know files uh, for your audience to to really engage with. And we asked ourselves like, what about collaboration in pre production and in post production? Increasingly, podcasters and content creators that we serve are kind of collaborating as teams, working across, you know, Mm. um, maybe more than one show, and uh, and forming networks and you know, companies or doing multiple podcasts, like some uh, private internal for for their. Uh, for their you know teams to 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 listen to things as people are increasingly geographically distributed uh how do we collaborate with massive companies like like uh, google or espn so that's really where uh where we started from and redesigned the whole app. We have, uh, you know, new branding, new colors, new typeface, new logo, all of those things. Um, and then a full redesign of the app, kind of applying those, uh, those design primitives and, uh, and doing so, you know, cohesively with audio and video in mind, with teams working across multiple shows and being able to have kind of shared access in, uh, in both like, Ooh. yeah, pre-production and post-production, um, and kind of invites for all of those things, accounts for, for all of those people to, to get in and collaborate, uh, whether that's, yeah, setting up sessions in pre-production with guests and sending invites or post-production kind of working with those files and sending them off to the next step of the workflow. Um, And Squadcast has a number of integrations. I I think uh, the most in our category, we're the only ones with like a public API, for example. So we have a lot of integrations because of that. And uh, and that really makes the, the workflow potential really exciting in v5. So let's say you... Uh, after this recording session, James, you want to send this off to Descript or your dropbox or um mm. or Trent for transcription like all of those things can can be done uh with uh, as many recordings as you want and just kind of a quick connection to those other services and you have that available to you so we 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 definitely know Squadcast is part of a larger workflow for creators to get mm-hmm. their content production out on time and we want to empower that and kind of reduce the number of steps when it comes to like downloading and re-uploading and renaming and sharing and all of those things. So that's really, you know, Squadcast V5 focuses on on those things as well as some some uh other really, really exciting things that I can get more into the nitty-gritty on. Like I mentioned pricing, um we're 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 um simplifying there. Uh, squad shots in the in the recording session, like uh, being able to take pictures with your with your guests and
0: kind of yeah. collaborate
1: there. It's something that's kind of happened organically in our community. People just, you know, take screenshots and share it on social media to, to like hype that the next episode's in production. Uh, so you know, we can help collaborate uh, and create that form of content in addition to audio and video. Um, and we're doing it in a very squad cast way and providing like the source images in addition to the composite, you know, so there's a lot of Creative potential there.
0: That's really cool. Yeah, because again, people might want to take. Say you've done a. Say we've done a squad shot of this session. I might want to do the album artwork and have nice, fancy little old-style Polaroids. But because I've got the source images and they're captured, I'm assuming locally. Yeah. They are. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Uh, Now, of course, a FaceTime HD camera is not ideal uh, for these, but it works, um, I could, you know, I've got, that's a nice thing, of course, is that because you are using native APIs and native tools, I can use any device that the browser can see. So, for example, on this Mac, I've got, if I wanted to, I've got Epoch Cam installed, so I could use my iPhone as a a webcam. Because I'm not because this isn't a video show, I I don't do that. But that's something I just wanted to highlight. Of course, is that if you are doing, you know, video interviews, seriously consider Squadcast. Because I've seen this particularly through the pandemic. We're actually going to be talking on a future episode to uh, a minister at my church and his struggles. Because <laughs> you know, this is a really nice guy. His name's Mike, and I think it's fair to say he really struggled. To get used to the concept of having to do everything mm-hmm. remotely. I think we saw more of Mike's garden through the lockdown <laughs> than anyone's ever seen. And he had to figure out audio and all of that. And he did a great job. But I thought we'd come and chat to him. One of the challenges certainly my church had was um doing video interviews, doing Zoom interviews. I mean, I kid you not, they had to teach all of our staff workers. How to use OBS? Mm. Whereas that's some heavy stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. OBS is great. Um, we have we have some customers who who use it in conjunction with Squadcast. But yeah, you you to your point, you need to know what you're doing. It's it's not a you know it's it's not very intuitive user experience. It's some it's you know it's it's some pretty professional stuff. So. Um, and so is Squadcast, but we do our best to like put that under under you know a very nice experience that is accessible to yeah no matter if you're coming in with a you know a. a, a on the pro end, like a ten-channel mixer, some some really nice stuff, mm. or or just you know a lavalier mic on headphones, uh, or or just yeah. your iPhone. Like everything in between is fully supported, and um, you're going to sound your best uh, regardless of, of what equipment you're coming in with.
0: Absolutely, it's kind of almost like a don't look behind the curtain. <laughs> Moment with Squadcast, um, but behind the curtains, really nice and professional, and you know it, it works. It's not quite Wizard of Oz style. You actually do have genuine stuff going on <laughs> behind there. But <laughs> that wasn't meant to be derogatory. I realised as soon as I started saying, I "Hang on a second, oh, James," <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but I mean, again, it's a it's a testament. And I'm not just saying this because obviously I use Squadcast and you're here. I I will be very honest. I fought long and hard. About what service to use to record, and I did look at the others. Um, as many of the listeners know, I'm not working at the moment, so budget was a major concern. And I actually chose, being really transparent, I chose to put the budget into Squadcast rather than going for a more premium podcast hosting package. So we actually use mm. Substack to host all of oh, our. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, oh, it's great. Um, completely yeah. free, and you can do paid subscriptions. Um, not you know, not to promote another product, but. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of other podcasting platforms. If I had the budget, i will be really honest. I'd be, I'd be back on fireside again. You know, so we're talking about podcast hosting services. Now, you guys don't offer podcast hosting services, but what's? I guess one question would be what's the reason behind that? Because it would almost seem like a one stop shop. You could, we could, uh, we are hosting the actual source quality
1: in multiple formats. So, if anything, mm. I, I think what what we're hosting for creators is. Uh, While it is accessed and downloaded less, it is higher quality and, you know, there's trade-offs there. But, yeah, it's just the way we see it is that um, there's a lot of really great options when it comes to hosting. And uh, we see it as essentially a solved problem. So we want to innovate and create something new, not just, like, repeat uh, and provide another option for, for people to consider. So that's really why we we stay focused on you know the the creator experience and less so on like the distribution um and you know we're seeing great free options to your point uh, arise so uh, there's there's a lot yeah. that are, are available and my co-founder rock has said in the past if I can quote him that like when you invest in something like squadcast or maybe it's like a microphone to send to your guest. When you when you invest mm-hmm. in in those aspects of your podcast um, production, you're actually creating something that is better quality, right? It is it is actually a better product. Um, yes, your 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 audience is going to have the same experience whether you're hosting on Fireside or Substack sorry to both of those companies but you know that's that's the reality is that you're you're gonna they're gonna get
0: the same listening experience whereas it's the same it's the same mp3 file through the same effectively the same HTML 5 playback technology um and i think it's fair to say unless you're doing a music and like going back to your sort of sci-fi audio drama unless you're maybe doing something more dramatic and musical most podcasts are going out 64 kilobits Probably mono. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, st- standards there. Um, but we also have creators that, that aren't just working on podcasts. We have, like, our largest customer by recording time is actually an audiobook production company. Uh, so there's oh. people who record, you know, for YouTube on Squadcast. Um, things have been published on, on Netflix and YouTube and all, all over the place, right? Like, we, we don't have many opinions about where the content is. Uh, is is distributed or, or or published so that's really where we focus on setting up that creator for whatever's next in their production workflow that could be publishing directly like raw what they recorded on squadcast right up to mm-hmm. uh, say the youtube or your or your podcast hosting platform of choice um, or
0: it could be something that's highly edited
1: you know and has a bunch of uh, production value in between
0: um that's do you know what I will say I hadn't thought about that because I was obviously being a podcast, although, you know, CrossWires does have a YouTube channel, but it's usually just muggins here in front of the camera explaining stuff. But I hadn't thought beyond. I'd been very much in my podcast sort of scope. But you're right, you know, you could take this over, as I mentioned, you could take this over, you know, if you're a church and you're just wanting to show an interview on the screen on a Sunday morning but you pre-recorded. Well, you just hand that over to your, whoever's editing that video, and they've got, again, pristine quality, you know, up to 1080p with really great audio that they can just pop into Premiere or Final Cut or DaVinci Resolve or LumaFusion. You know. um, and we talk about ed- editing audio, I've mentioned many times I use Ferrite on the iPad to do my uh, production work because just be able to take an Apple Pencil, mm-hmm. just drag over the bit you want to delete. So where my chair's been squeaking... Uh, I need a new chair. If, if anyone wants to send me a new chair, folks, please do. <laughs> uh, if anyone from the chair companies are listening, you know, would be appreciative. Um But the point is, so much flexibility. So, Zach, I really appreciate your time. I realise we are... Obviously, we had a few de- del- delays because of my weird new router, which just did not seem to like something um, about the Squadcast session. It was nothing to do with Squadcast. It was entirely on my router, so we'll have to investigate that. That's on my side. Um... Kind of closing out, Zach, if people are sort of looking at options and looking at why they should choose Squadcast, if people are up and arm and saying, oh, why should I pay for this when, again, I can just do Zoom or I can record with Audio Hijack and do signal calls or FaceTime calls, what is it that you would say to them? What would be your one message?
1: Yeah, if you're, if you're at all interested in, in monetizing your podcast, then your content is really a product. That people are going to pay for, not necessarily with dollars, but by their time consuming consuming mm. that content. Or if you're if you're doing premium, that, and it might be dollars, right? That's that's even better. So mm. um, that's really where your content becomes a product, and the 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 quality of your product is is going to impact your customer's experience. So we want to. Nurture that relationship and and have a quality product so that people will stay engaged with our content. You know, a lot has been said about podcast podcasting and the intimacy that we we share as creators with our audience. But but if you're providing mm-hmm. something that's lower quality, you're you're not really preserving that intimacy. It's a, if anything, it serves to distract from it. So uh, so that's really where the quality can translate to a really great audience experience and have a you know a high quality product that is uh, going to be. That, that much easier to monetize um, for for creators to really have a, a sustainable business as a creator and can continue doing so for as long as, you know, it serves them to to reach their audience. That's a really good point. Yeah, I, I I
0: 100% agree. And that's why, you know, I've personally invested, you know, had this gear for a while, but I've tried to get a decent mic. I hope it, you know, it sounds really good. This is, you know, I think I've said before in my show, in my show this is a Blue Yeti Pro, you know, spending that money and investing in the quality of your podcast. I'm not saying I, I don't think either is the same, by the way that you have to do that. If you're just starting out as a podcaster choose good gear. You don't necessarily, at least in my opinion, you don't have to spend a fortune on something like a roadcaster Pro although they are amazing and I would love to have one here but just make sure you're choosing a good mic make sure you've, you know, tried to do a little bit of work on your rodeo and then use great tools like Squadcast. So um you can find out more about Squadcast at squadcast.fm and I believe there's a 7-day free trial for uh, for all that's your That's right. Friends. Yeah,
1: that's right. And we have uh you know we have some some programs if you're like uh government, nonprofit, education um we love to serve creators if you need more than 7 days let us know. We've I don't think we've ever not done that. So we're uh we also invest a ton in the community. So even if it's not a subscription to Squadcast, we have like monthly webinars for creators um we produce a lot of content we have the between two mics remote recording podcast and um you know a number of ways that we are uh, always trying to serve the creators that are working hard to produce content that their audiences love so um yeah uh, come to one of those events or come to a community event in podcasting and you're likely to catch uh, catch us there and we'd happy to to help wherever you're at with
0: your production because you were just at a, a podcast. Um I guess, festival. Yeah. So uh, uh, our community
1: manager, Ariel and I um, were, uh, were privileged to speak at uh, outlier podcast festival in Austin. And then uh, just like a week or two before that, we were in LA for podcast movement evolutions um, and did a presentation there on some of the history that we touched on today, the evolution of the technologies that have led to cloud recording studios um, that uh, you know, we're, we're proud to be a part of. So that's really, uh, that's, just yeah the latest
0: examples of all the ways that we're
1: uh, in support of the podcast and creator communities
0: fantastic well zach thank you so much for joining us um you are on twitter if people want to follow you yeah my twitter handle is zach with an h z-a-c-h
1: zach in space and uh yeah that's uh that's where you can uh you can connect with me there appreciate that
0: So, folks, make sure you check out CrossWires.net for all the show notes for this episode. We'll put links to a lot of the things we've talked about. And, of course, we'll put a link to Squadcast on there as well. Make sure you check out CrossWires.net forward slash YouTube for the YouTube channel. There is a video in the works. Um, At the moment, it's going to be about um, a network TV tuner, um, the HD Home Run. Now, it's an older version. I want to show you how that's set up with Plex, how that's set up with channels, and just how cool it is to have a centralized TV tuner. And all the TVs in your house or your iPads, everything like that, can connect to that. It's such a great system. So keep an eye out for that. Of course, follow us on Twitter at CrossWiresMG. And make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast. And please do leave a comment uh, in the podcast show notes. And I always try and respond to those. And you can email us at podcast at crosswires.net. Until next time, thanks ever so much for listening.